short and strong, happy with locks that twist and curl, just all girl happy, happy to be nappy hair. That's by legendary author Bell Hooks. Hello everyone, greetings, and welcome to In the Classroom with Miss Shalonda. I'm so glad that you joined me today. Today we're going to be talking about the Crown Act. Now you might be asking yourself, what is the Crown Act? Why do I care? Why do I need to know? about the Crown Act. Well, I'm so glad you asked. I will tell you what the Crown Act is. The Crown Act, first you should know, it stands for creating a respectful and open world for natural hair. It was created in 2018 by four black women. But why? Why was it created? There have been some instances in our society where Black hair in the workplace or at school or in any field has been ostracized and people have been affected by it, extremely affected by having natural hair. You might remember this story that was circulating in 2019 about a young man. He was wrestling in high school uh, at a wrestling match and he happened to have dreads. He was asked by the referee to do something with his hair, get rid of the dreads or forfeit the game. The young men eventually end up cutting his dreads, which he never should have been asked to do so, but he ended up cutting his dreads and of course won the match. Now the Crown Act bans discrimination on the basis of hair texture and hairstyles. The House of Representatives on Friday, March 18th, passed this act. So that's why it's important. That's why we're talking about it today. That's why it's newsworthy, because it's something that Black people have had to deal with a really long time. But of course, I'm going to give you a little hairstory lesson. See what I did there? Hairstory. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> what I wanted to say is long before we came up with these cool words, uh, with protective styles or anything that, that we could think of in our natural look, our ancestors were rocking the natural hair. They were rocking the bantu knots, the corn rolls, the locks. They were rocking all of that uh, 2,500 BC. They were rocking those hairstyles. And it wasn't until Africa was colonized and we came to the Western world that the hairstyles began to change and we needed to have our hair straight or, you know, those tresses. 
and we went away from the natural hair because it was frowned upon. And then sometime in the 1960s, that natural look was coming back. We had Black Pride and it has come full circle. We are there and we are walking in our natural hair all the time with so many creative styles. And I love it and we are here for it. It is glorious and beautiful, uh, mesmerizing. You know, sometimes it's a little too mesmerizing, I think. And I'll tell you why. This is a true story. I was uh, in the grocery store one day, walking down the aisle, minding my own business. And a lady came up to me. I was wearing a protective style and I had what we call crochet braids. I had crochet braids or crochet twists in my hair. A lady came up to me and extended her arm towards my hair as if she was going to touch it. I moved my head. I kind of felt like I was a boxer weaving because she kept trying to touch it. So it was like we were in a boxing match and I was bobbing and weaving. So we were in the aisle doing this for about 15 seconds until I finally just looked at her. I think she understood my look, my glare. It was not pleasant. But who does that? I don't go around trying to touch other people's hair. Black people are not art in museums. I mean, although we are wonderfully and fearfully made, we are not something to be touched or, you know, a a dog to be petted. And even if you are in a museum, the really expensive pieces, right? They tell you, look, don't touch. And that's kind of how it is with black hair. You heard Solange's song, don't touch my hair. That's true. You don't just go and touch someone's hair just because it's different. I get it. There is an uncontrollable desire to touch it, but don't do it. You've been warned. Don't do it. Anyway, let me help you real quick. Not everyone gets their hair done straight because they want to look like another nationality. I remember when I was coming up, my mother would braid my hair. I was tenderheaded. It hurt so bad. Eventually, I got a curl. I don't know if anyone remembers the Jerry Curl. We'll talk about that later. That's a little more history that was around the 70s, 80s. No one should have done it, but we did. And then from there, my hair ended up falling out. I was getting my hair pressed. Then I went from getting my hair pressed to getting a perm or a relaxer. It was never to equate to beauty. It was more manageable and convenient for my mother to take care of my hair. So I don't know that we care, Black women, Black females, the Black community cares one way or the other. If you are natural or straight. But that reminds me of Spike Lee's school days, uh, Good and Bad Hair. We've done that a lot in our performance of Who I Am Celebrating Me. Good and bad hair, whether you're dark or you're fair, talking about Good and bad hair. See if I care. Go on and swear. Good and bad hair, right? 
And there's this thing where if you have straight hair, you're beautiful. If you have kinky hair, maybe not so much. And I think for a time that may have been true, but you can look all around you today and see so many beautiful women. Just recently in our production of Who I Am Celebrating Me 2022, we had a young lady who had natural hair. It was so much hair, but it was beautiful. We had to put cornrows in it to put a wig over it because it was just too much, it wouldn't go down. And I remember her saying, I will rock these cornrows and think nothing of it. And that was just the confidence she had in her natural hair. But not only, it's not only women, right? We talked about the young men earlier. It's guys who are wearing their afros and just, you know, maybe not combing it out or wearing twists or wearing braids. And I remember when I was coming up how these hairstyles may have been associated with being a hoodlum or being a thug, being a gang member, or something that was attached to our hair in a negative way. Well, I am out of time. This is In the Classroom with Miss Shalanda. We're talking about the Crown Act and we are going to be talking about this hair story, black hair and four parts. So you don't want to miss it. We're going to have special guests and talk about this hair and our experiences so that you won't just take my word for it, but you will know that this is a real thing. Who would have thought that someone could be discriminated against because of their hair? But thanks to the Crown Act, hopefully those things will change. Thank you for listening, everyone. Until we meet again.